You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Heart and Soul Podcast. This is episode nine of season three. And Catherine and I are joined today by our dear friend, Meredith Rawlings. Let me go ahead and turn off my text notifications now. Sorry about that. Um, And we had Meredith on the podcast in season one, and that was such a good episode. So if you have not been a longtime listener since then, highly recommend going back and listening to that. But we're going to hear from Meredith today on what all has changed since that for her and what she's doing these days. And she's going to chat with us all about um, something called human design. So welcome, Meredith. Hi guys and Silas. Hi <laughs> Silas here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited to have you back. I can't believe how long it's been since I was on the podcast. It feels like it was like six months ago and I have basically a whole new business now and so much has changed. It's so crazy. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, I kind of refresh our listeners on like your previous business right before this and how mm-hmm. you've shifted it and what that process has been like basically rebranding yourself mm-hmm. are we gonna are we gonna do a an intro first or now are we just gonna get right into that oh yeah I didn't even think about that do you want to do do you have any happies or crappies me anyone yeah I have a happy but I don't have a crappy and I feel good about that oh that's good what's your happy we should just do happies because I feel the same way okay let's good. just do happies what a great week for all of us for <laughs> All right. My happy is we had a staycation this weekend in Wrightsville Beach at the most stunning Airbnb ever. It was top notch. It was, um, it's called the Sunsetter off, uh, it's right above Hallelujah and followed at WB abodes. If you want to like see pictures, because it's truly just like it, it's like love for your eyes, the more you look at it. Um, but we, Michael got me this for my birthday and we couldn't get a weekend booked until now. So we did that and we had the most beautiful weather we could have ever had for a February staycation at the beach. I know it was so nice. I know that's my only crappy is that it's not even a crappy, but I took my first vacation since I started my business has been like three years since I uh, had a vacation, we went to Colorado and skied. So it was like 10 degrees, 15 degrees. And I, all my friends are sending me Snapchats from the beach topless. I'm like, what, what do you mean? You're wearing shorts? What the hell? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Like, and it's back to like chilly now. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're not just like living in dreamland still, but, <laughs> but it was like, Michael went, first of all, he went surfing for the first time, which is just so funny to me. He didn't stand up once, but he went. And <laughs> while he was doing that, they have this like rooftop. Um, and the beach was so crowded that I just decided to like lay on the roof. And I, after an hour, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm like, look very tan. Uh, it's not tan, honey. It's burn. <laughs> it's burn. And it's going to feel, I know in the next like day. So I'm just like trying to enjoy this like sun kissed feeling of like no makeup and like still having color in your skin kind of, but yeah, mm-hmm. we, and we just like walked everywhere, ate all 
the local restaurants down there. And it was just relaxing and it was great. I just want more staycations in 2021. Yeah. It looked mm-hmm. awesome. And yes, what a freaking perfect weekend for it. That spot is so cool. I didn't even know that they were like building that out up there. And then when everyone started posting about it, I was like, oh my gosh, where that is Hollywood. Like I, I had no clue, but. And they're building or not building, but they're redoing another spot at the beach. Um, like the Ross and Bryce are who started this one. They're doing another spot at the beach that is like, I think a little bit bigger, but it's like a little cottage. And I'm just like, right when that goes up, I'm going to rip yeah. the pot. They're doing it. So cute. They've got some cute stuff. I told Michael, I was like, I just want to throw everything away in our house and have <laughs> ever designed that. Just do what they will. On, in the- <laughs> yeah. I don't even need to be here to tell them anything. <laughs> right nice. Chelsea, I- what's your happy? Um, I have a couple um obviously the weather was just stunning this past the past few days even yesterday was really nice I went took to the took Silas to the loop and did a nice little walk but um I had my motherhood minis on Saturday and it was just the most precious day ever I had 11 moms and some a lot of babies and kiddos come um and it was just so much fun and my in-laws were in town, so we got to have a nice weekend with them. And my birthday is next week, so they treated us to, like, a sushi dinner on Saturday. Um, and then my other happy, this is going to sound really weird, because um, usually it's the opposite of a happy. But for me, it's a happy right now. I finally got my period on Sunday. And... It's a huge, huge deal for me. I haven't talked about it much on the podcast, but um, one, it was something I was really worried about and apprehensive about and nervous to get because after what I went through postpartum and my hemorrhaging situation, I knew that like seeing blood again was going to be something that was very triggering for me, um, especially like with the body's physiological response to seeing like something that happened in your trauma. Um, cause for example, like months and months ago, I was washing red, red paint off of my hands one time and even felt that start to like freak me out a little bit. So I've been going to therapy, um, since I think November, December to try to like prepare for when this day would come. But in the meantime, I was starting to get really worried because it's been seven months since I had this baby and I still wasn't getting a period. And I was starting to freak out thinking, okay, did something happen in my DNC surgery? That's like preventing me from my body kicking back into gear or like, is something else going on? My body still hasn't healed. It was just like this, this like constant waiting game of when is this going to happen and trigger me, but also when is my body going to go back to normal? So, um, I'd like gone to some appointments and stuff and they couldn't really tell me why or what was going on with me. Um, so when I finally got it, I was like, okay, this is such a relief. I feel so much more prepared for this than I would have been a few months ago. And if I hadn't gone to therapy for it, um, and then it was almost like, yay, I was at the point where I needed to see that to know like, okay, you're healed. 
you got this over with like, and you handled it. Okay. And you didn't have a panic attack. Great job. (laughs) So anyway, I know that's such a weird happy, but, um, we're back on track and we'll, I didn't miss it. I didn't miss <laughs> um, the last time I had one was October of 2019, right before I got pregnant. So it's been quite a while, but uh, we're back. back. That's awesome. Well, and I, I think your body knows what you can handle in a way. So I feel like it took so long for it to come back because you weren't ready yet. Yeah. And now it's, you know, you were psychologically prepared and it was fine. It's your body is just so much wiser than we give it credit for, which is part of why I love human design (laughs) segue. Yeah. Yeah. This is a perfect segue. So (laughs) let's get back to Catherine's original question on how your business has evolved since you were last on the podcast. So last time I was on, I was very exclusively marketing for my program, Body and Soul Bootcamp, which was, it's still in existence. I'm still selling it. It's just not the main thing that I'm focused on because I felt limited in it. I knew that once my clients got into that program, we weren't actually talking about anything to do, hardly anything to do with your diet or anything. We were talking about all this mindset work, right? Because it's all it's all about your emotional resilience and your mindset and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, I, over time started feeling resentful. Like I was put in, I put myself in this box of like, I'm only helping people with eating disorder recovery and body image and all of these things. When I have put so much work into my personal development, my mindset, my energy, and, my business, my money mindset, all of these things. And I don't feel like I didn't feel like I was allowed to talk about any of that stuff. I I felt really restricted and I got honestly kind of sick of talking about the same stuff over and over. And, um, I had been working with my own human design for over a year. I think even when we did our last session, I was kind of just getting into, I had just found this coach that was teaching me about it and all that stuff. Cause I had had this huge mental breakdown in my business, like six months in to the point where like I was working 12 hours a day, wasn't taking breaks on the weekend. I was waking up at 5.00 AM. Cause that's what millionaires do. And like just every toxically masculine thing that any business owners ever told anyone to do, I was doing it. And I had this huge burnout. And after that, you know, I got sick and I had to go home for two weeks and slept on my mom's couch. And it was just this whole thing. And, um, I had a therapist at the time who told me I needed to take a week, which threw me into a panic attack. So she amended it to three days where I did nothing. She's like, I want you to do absolutely nothing. I want you to wake up and ask yourself, what does Meredith want to do today? And it was in those three days, which turned into a week because it felt so good that I somehow found this coach who was teaching about human design. And it was, it was one of those divine things where if I hadn't taken that time, I wouldn't have had the space to even listen to this video I saw or whatever it was. I don't remember now. And so I started, I started implementing my own human design, learning about myself and learning about how I should be working versus how everyone else was telling me I should be working 
how to listen to my body at a deeper level than just intuitive eating, how to listen to my intuition, like at a deep, deep level. And so I had been, I I've been implementing that for, I guess, almost two years at this point. It sounds crazy to say that. Um, and it's totally changed the way I work. It's changed the way I communicate. It's changed the way I do everything pretty much. And so during quarantine, like the week before quarantine hit last March, which is so wild, but that was a year ago. Ew. Um, I was doing this meditation with one of our friends on the beach and I was asking for a coach who could help me with, I was feeling really stuck again because I was like, I don't really want to teach the intuitive eating anymore. I'm really bored and I, I'm, it's not working. I'm not making the money I want to work, make and all that stuff. And so I asked for a teacher who could teach me both business strategy and help me with whatever mindset block I was going through at the time. Like something wasn't working. And the next day, the coach who had initially taught me about human design posted on her Instagram story that she was opening up a mastermind for three people. And I sent her a message and gave her $10,000 that I did not have and was in her mastermind for four months. And it totally changed everything because she took me to like a deeper level of everything. It was like, get rid of all the roles that you think you have and all of this stuff. And it was so, so crazy. And then she opened up a human design certification which I didn't do because I tuned into my intuition the way I'm supposed to with my human design. And I was just getting this no, I was like, just wait. And about three or four weeks later, one of my clients was on a call with me. She was like, you know, I invested in that human design certification and I'm not supposed to do it. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have signed up for it, but I think you're supposed to do it. So I'm going to call her, transfer my login to you and you can do it. And I was like, well, let me pay you back. And she said, no, no, you just do it it's fine. So I was, I basically manifested a free $3,000 certification that is, has now become my entire business. So it's just one of those things where like all this random stuff has just fallen into place. And now I get to talk to my clients, not just about their body image and how they think about themselves, but also about how they want to create their businesses and how to live their life in a way that's most efficient, as well as undoing all this trauma and conditioning and all the patterns that we have, because with your human design, I can just look at your chart really quick and make some pretty decent hypothesis around, you probably have these thoughts, you probably fall into this pattern, you probably have this going on, rather than spending three months doing kind of like therapy stuff to get to know each other. Um, So it's just been a really efficient hack into exactly what's going on with my clients, so we can make changes really quickly. So that's how my business has changed. It's pretty big. Um, I still do have clients who are primarily working on either weight management or body image or eating disorder recovery, but it's within the context of, we know that this is just a symptom of a larger problem, which is that you're not listening to your body. You're not listening to your intuition and you're probably not running your business the way that you should be. You're probably not uh, communicating the way you should be marketing the way you should be working the way you should be. And once you can fix all of that, it's kind of a domino effect. Yeah. So what, what is like the definition of human design? Cause this is coming, I've never, I've heard the term, but I've never known what it actually means. And like, when you say reading your chart, like what's on a chart? 
<laughs> okay, so it's, I wish I could like, I know it's a podcast. I wish I could pull it up and show you guys. Basically, human design is a system that brings together, I think, five or seven different systems. So it brings together astrology, the chakra system, the Kabbalah system, I Ching, um, some genetics and some quantum mechanics. So it's all wrapped up in this chart, which you really kind of have to see it to understand what I'm saying, but it shows your body, which has seven different centers, which align with your chakras. And each center is associated with a different characteristic or behavior or pattern. For example, you have like an emotional center and a heart center, an identity center, a head center, splenic center, like all of that. And so you, each person is unique in that they have different centers, either defined or undefined. If you have it defined, then you have consistent energy in that area, right? Like people who have their sacral center defined, wake up every morning with a consistent level of energy. And their whole goal in life is to get rid of that energy by the time they go to bed, hit the pillow, wake up and do it again, right? Versus people who have their sacral center undefined, who don't have a consistent level of energy. And it might be different day to day based on their emotional state or how much energy they use the the day before, who they're around. And so what happens when I talk about patterns, if you have a center undefined or multiple centers undefined, you are more susceptible to conditioning from other people around you. And so that's where we end up with patterns from low self-esteem to a cycle of burning yourself out to questioning who you are to constantly needing to be working or doing or making something different, you know, everything that could possibly bother you in your life, like whatever is, is going wrong, quote unquote, um, can usually be traced back to one of those patterns. And so if we look at your graph, I can be like, Oh, okay. So you're overthinking and you have anxiety. Well, you have an open head center. So that makes sense. And here's, you know, exactly what you do to undo that pattern. Right. Fascinating. So when it comes, I'm so intrigued right now. I want to (laughs) just talk about this forever, but when it comes to like, when you do readings on people, your clients, you said the seven different aspects of it that you look like that you look at mm-hmm. things like Zodiac and things like that. When it, when you're doing those readings, is it something where you're like, Oh, you were born at this, you know, what's the, um, like the moon chart where it's like, yeah, this time, this location, blah, blah, blah. Is it something like that where you can just like input information or is it something where, or a little bit of both where it's that plus asking some questions and getting some feedback from your clients or is it strictly objective? So it's strictly objective, which is really cool. So anyone can go look up their own human design. You just need to know your date, time, location of birth. And it's like astrology. It's just spits it out for you. And it's not just the body graph that I just talked about. It's also, um, you can see what genes you have activated. You can see where those genes are placed in your astrological sign. So like your sun sign can have a specific gene 
associated with it that can tell you, okay, this is exactly who you are and how you're meant to interact with the world and so on and so forth. Um, as well as just like a billion other things, like the most efficient way for you to manifest. Are you the type of person who um, thrives with a schedule or do you thrive with spontaneity or, you know, are you meant to, are you going to thrive the most living in the mountains or by the ocean or um, anything like that? Like literally you can go as detailed as you want to be. And so anyone can look up their chart. If you want to, you can go to geneticmatrix.com. It's free. You just type in your information and it gives it to you. But if you want to do a reading the way that I do it, because I'm a coach and because I'm not just going to throw a bunch of information at you, if you can't do anything about it, I want you to actually do something about it. I will ask you, like, if you go to sign up for a reading, I'll have a question like, what are you working on? What's a pattern that you want to break? What's a goal that you have? What's something that you're having trouble with that you want to change? And that way, and that's how I always start my readings. That way I can pick and choose based on what you're working on. This is, these are some things that are going to help you. This is, a, you know, this is where this is coming from, or this is something that you can know about. I have a lot of people who come to me and they're like, I'm just feel stuck. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know, you know, I want to start a business, but I don't know what, or, you know, I, I feel like I should move or I should do something. There's a lot of shoulds. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of fear. And so giving you a breakdown of this is how your body is designed to operate can be really helpful and give you either validation or clarity on, Oh, okay. So I don't need to be so hard on myself. I don't need to be trying so hard. It's more about opening up space so that you can hear what your body or what your intuition is already telling you. Cause we all know what we're supposed to be doing. We're just so trapped in our ego and our shoulds and all of that stuff that we can't hear it. And so we just keep ourselves stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this might be a really dumb question. Um, but how can you determine someone's like chakra or even like emotional response or like roadblock to things based off birthday and where they're born, given that like, what if someone was born the exact same time in the hospital, right in the hospital room right next to me, but is the complete opposite as of me, you know? That's a really good question. And it's because it not only, I don't, I don't know how it works exactly, but I do know that there are a lot of different factors. One of which is uh, about eight weeks before you're born, your unconscious mind is solidified. And so two people might have the exact same due date, but they were, you know, conceived at different times or whatever. And so they have different unconscious mind where their personality might be really similar or in this, the unconscious mind comes from your parents' genetics birth and not about the time and date and location where you were born. Right. So it's really difficult to explain, but well, does basically, that, does that come up on the chart? Cause if you only take in like birthday, it all comes up in the chart. Yeah. How does it know though, that when I was conceived, I don't know. I honestly don't know. And I've wondered that. And I, there are just some questions that I just don't ask because I've done enough readings with people who are related that I can see the genetic 
similarities and like things will run in the family and like you, you get certain things from your dad and certain things from your mom. And it doesn't matter what time you're born or where, like that still, it's so, it's so interesting. So like my family, for example, my mom and my brother have the same type, which is one of the most important things I always look at. And my dad and I have the same type, which is, seems totally accurate because my mom and my brother are super similar personalities and my dad and I are super similar personalities. And same thing with, um, I did one of my clients wanted a reading for her mom. And so I did their two readings and I could see immediately, wow, this, they're definitely mother and daughter because they have this, this, and this all the same, this, this, and this pattern all the same. So I don't know, I'm not going to like trying to tell you, I know everything about it because it's so complex, but I just know somehow it works and somehow it's always super accurate. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, it's so hard to grasp I know. I because it brings in so many different, um, like outlets, like you said, chakras and astrology and all of these combined into one. It's like so many different things all combined mm -hmm. in one that it's like harder to grasp, but I guess yeah, like it is hard to grasp. And I feel like it would be easier for y'all to grasp if I had already done readings yeah. with both of you guys, but I haven't unfortunately. So, um, what, but once you see it, you're like, Oh man, that's me. That's so crazy. And the deeper you go, the more accurate it gets. Cause I was the same way when I first heard about it, I was not into astrology. I was not into any of this stuff. And I was like, okay, this is gonna, you know, whatever. And the more I read about it and the more I learned about it, I was like, damn, this makes so much sense. Why nothing has been working for me, you know, down to the fact that, and I, I feel like I've told one of y'all this, I don't know, maybe it was Chelsea, but I was looking at one of the genes that I have and it has a shadow. Every gene has a shadow and a gift, right? So if you're in the shadow, it's like you're in kind of the negative uh, vibration or negative manifestation of that gene. And you also have the gift, which is the ideal state. You know, this is where we all want to be. This is where we're like happy and everything's working. And one of the genes that I have, the shadow manifests itself as addiction and eating disorders. I was like, okay, there's yeah. my eating disorder. Cause it never made sense. I felt so bad. Cause I, my mom blamed herself. She's like, I did this to you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, look, it's literally in my genes because I was in this like anxious state. This is how it manifested. And now I'm on the other side of that, which is confidence and leadership, which is, it makes no sense how like they're not really related, but they are. So it's just really interesting um, to be able to like point out things that are that specific, like, Oh, there you go. Yeah. And I think that's so valuable and important, especially in this like season or I guess this day and age that we're living in when it comes to like, like you were saying earlier, there's all this messaging out there. Well, to be successful, you do this, you have a, you make your bed every day and you wake up at this time and exactly. you prices and you know, it's like, there's this one size fits all way of thinking sometimes. And then we can be left feeling frustrated or confused as to why we feel like we're pressing ourselves into a mold that we're never going to fit in. So yeah. How has, I guess, can you give some specific examples of how you're like learning your specific, um, 
tendencies and not how you've changed that from your day to day, like compared to what you were doing before and how that's created a more successful life for you. Yeah. I, I think the best example I can give is one, it's a question that I get a lot, which is about creating routines. Everyone feels like they have to have a routine because every personal development book that we read and podcasts, like gotta wake up at 5am and then you do your stretches and then you meditate and then you go to the gym and then you have a protein shake and then you, you know, all this stuff, which is how I was living. I was very regimented. Like this time I do this, this is the time when I, you know, send my Facebook messages and this is when I answer my emails and it was so strict. And again, like I was working super long hours. I wasn't taking weekends. I wasn't doing anything fun at all. Um, I would be stressed out if one of my friends asked me to go out to dinner or something and be like, no, I can't do that because you know, I have to do blah, blah, blah. Right. And so what I changed was I'm a projector. So there are five types, projector, reflector. Those are the non-energy types and then manifesting generator, generator and manifester. So most of our friends are manifesting generators, which is really interesting. I'm like the only projector among everybody. Um, Macy is also a projector actually. Um, and so we are meant to kind of stand back and not be in the middle of everything, not be pushing, not be working 24 seven, not be going 24 seven because our energy is limited, which is the opposite of what I was doing. I thought I was a super high energy person and I'm like, Oh, actually it's kind of more of a wave. Right. And so I learned to track my energetic wave and like, okay, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm usually kind of at a high. And then I run out Thursday, Friday, and I really need to have my Saturday and Sunday be relaxing and not working. I used to work on Saturdays. I'd do all of my client calls on Saturdays and it was horrible because I would be exhausted and then I didn't have enough time to recover. And so I changed my whole schedule. I don't take calls on Fridays unless it's like a special request. And I feel like I have the time. I have like really strict boundaries. I also don't take calls in the morning. I only do it from noon to five. And I take my weekends to completely recover and do whatever I want to do and focus on exactly what I want to do, because what I want to do is going to put me into a higher frequency, which is going to attract more people who I want to be around to me, people who I want to coach, people I want to be friends with, all like opportunities, all of that stuff. So going back to the routines thing, um, there's a little section in your chart where I can see, okay, um, you are the type of person who thrives on a routine or you are a person who actually doesn't need a routine and is going to be more turned on with spontaneity and just kind of flying by the seat of your pants in a way. And so I'm actually the type of person who thrives with a routine, but the way that I was creating my routines was a super not correct way of doing it. And so now I call them instead of routines, I call them anchors. And so I have an anchor for my mind, body, and soul every day. So mind is like reading or um, something like, you know, a podcast or something like that. Body is obviously movement. And then soul is my meditation or doing some kind of, um, you know, a call with one of my coaches or something like that. So 
every day, those are the three anchors that I have. And instead of making my schedule super regimented and having a 10 step morning routine, because that's what millionaires do. I kind of wake up and ask myself, like, do I, do I want to get up and do my 8am workout? Or do I want to move it to later on and give myself more flexibility based on what kind of energy I feel that day? Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. I Mm -hmm. feel like that's more of how I am too. Whereas I feel like one thing that we talk about on here a lot is like, guilt and shame and Mm -hmm. how that can come with like certain diets and even, even like strict routines where sometimes I would put it out onto my calendar that I'm going to wake up and go to this workout class, or I'm going to do this, this, and this by 9am. And then when you don't, it's like the rest of your day feels like, well, okay. Like I'm behind or whatever, even if you have plenty of time. And what's interesting is the more that you allow yourself to have flexibility and give yourself grace for, you know, sleeping in or missing something, you know, whatever, um, you notice that time kind of expands to fit in everything that you need to do. So today I slept till 830 because I'm still recovering from my vacation, which I used to be so pissed at myself. I was tired after vacation. I'm like, what, the, what do you mean? Like I have a vacation. I don't need to recover. And now I'm like, no, I'm pretty tired. My body is really exhausted. I'm already losing my voice. This is my first call of the day. And I noticed that I kind of got to work and was doing everything I needed to do, coordinating this with you guys, all that stuff. And I felt like, oh man, it must be already two. And I looked at the clock and it was only 11. Yeah. And I'd really only been working for two hours, but I had already gotten most of my stuff done for the day. When I, when I woke up and looked at my schedule, I was like, oh my God, there's no way I'll be able to do this podcast and prep for my two calls afterwards, all this stuff. And time just kind of expanded to let me fit in everything. I got to eat lunch and I went for a walk for an hour before this. And I still had time to prep for my two clients afterwards. So it's just really interesting how like the more you just relax and let yourself do what you need to do time kind of almost expands to fit in what you need, which sounds so crazy, but it does. Maybe that's, maybe that's why Beyonce gets so much done in a day. Yeah. Beyonce is definitely, I've read a couple of books that call it Einstein time and it's, it's, uh, you know, based on Einstein's theory of relativity, like time is relative. It's not actually real. We just made it up. Right. Um, my boyfriend always says time is a human construct and he thinks that he like is really clever. Cause he just thought of that. I'm like, no, I've been there for like two years. Glad you caught up with me. It's really funny, but, um, yeah, so she definitely is on Einstein's time where she just creates as much time as she wants to. And I feel like Billie Eilish does the same thing. Like that girl is like what, 20 and yeah. she's already <laughs> accomplished yeah. more than most people do their whole lives. Well, I don't know. Did you see my like, um, Instagram post that I put up last night about like what my day usually looks like as a mom? Mm -hmm. That's exactly how it is for me. Like, and I definitely want to do a reading with you and because I'm curious now to Mm -hmm. see what my boundaries should actually be. But as I was doing that, and as I've been thinking about it lately, I'm like, wow, you know, everyone's always like, how do you do it? Like, how do you do all this stuff all the time? And I'm like, I don't know. I really can't tell you. Like I, I have 
two times a day when he naps that I can have to myself to get anything done and the rest I just find a way like and what you what you make important will happen and Mm -hmm. I give myself a lot of space a lot of grace and somehow like I fit a a three days worth of stuff in a in a nap time yeah (laughs) yeah and it's really, it's interesting that you say that because the more I've kind of leaned into this way of just kind of letting things flow, the more I've noticed that whenever I genuinely don't have the energy or the time to do something, it will reschedule itself. It's wild. Like I'll have, you know, I'll have a client say, you know, I actually need to move to tomorrow. I'm like, Oh, thank God, because I was double booked. You know, I would never, I wouldn't be able to do it, all that stuff. And so it's just really interesting to, to watch things rearrange themselves when you just kind of relax. And the other thing too is human design is really cool because as a parent, you can look at Silas's human design. Like how is he meant to operate? How, you know, what's his personality like before he can even talk? And that way you can kind of be aware of what's going to be best for him what's the best way, you know, way of parenting him, what's the best way to like speak to him and all that stuff, um, which can be really cool. And you can do the same thing with business partners or spouses. You can look at your charts together and see when your energies combine, what, what happens, you know, how do you fill each other in and how do you, um, what's the best way to, for you all to communicate? That's been really cool to, to do as well for like business partners, especially like, here's how you can boost her up and here's where you all can fill each other in because you're missing this, but she has this. So that's been really cool as well. I love that. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you do like your, your calls with your clients, is it like a very um, almost like therapy? Like we talk weekly or biweekly um, and break down different barriers or um, things in your life, or is it, or do you have some clients, I'm, I'm sure it's different for everyone, but where you just read them their chart and help them understand. And then they go off and run and fly like a butterfly. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple different options. So we can just do one session and I just give you what you need to know and in the moment and let you go on with your life. And if you need to, you can come back and that kind of thing. Or I have my more, I guess intense isn't the right word, but more kind of comprehensive one-on-one coaching program, which is like you described three months of either talking every week or every other week. And we go into more specifics in your chart, like what genes you have activated and, and how the patterns are really manifesting themselves. And it is kind of like therapy mixed with some energy coaching and mindset coaching. And really you just kind of get whatever you need. And then I, I can also put together packages if you feel like you don't want a full three months, but you want like four sessions. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty flexible on that stuff. But for people who are really ready to just dive in and kind of get their, I don't know, like get their act together isn't the right word, but really start living the way they're designed to live and kind of get the show on the road. Um, the three month coaching package has been really, really good because we can get it in some deep, deep gnarly stuff, which is really helpful. And man, do things change quickly. It's really cool. That's cool to be able to see the beginning and the end too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting. And I never thought this would be something that 
I would not necessarily care about, but that I would be able to say is that all of my clients in the past year have made more money after or during working with me. There's this crazy byproduct because rarely do we actually talk about, you know, how are you making money? How are you marketing? Like all this stuff, but the confidence and the self-assurance and all that stuff that comes with it, they just automatically make more money, which is really fun. Uh, I like to see it. Yeah. Cause I mean, we all, every woman wants more money, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone. Every person wants more money. Yeah. Everyone lives in, in steps <laughs> their identity. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of like what we talk about, you know, in scripture, like it's like when you believe who God said you are, mm-hmm. believe you are who God says you are, then you're able to accomplish way more than you ever thought you could. Yeah. Because you're magnetizing the things that are correct for you mm-hmm. versus trying to chase it. Because as soon as you remember who you are, you, you remember how powerful you are. And you remember that God put you here to do something really specific and to do something that is going to improve life on the planet in general. Like I, I think, especially people who are drawn to podcasts like this and, um, you know, personal development and all of that stuff, we're here for a reason. And as soon as you remember that the better, because, you're going to bring people into your life. You're going to bring in opportunities. You're going to have ideas that would never have occurred to you if you were staying in that place of like scarcity and fear that so many of us lived in for so long, myself included. Yeah. Awesome. And super encouraging. And I hope that everybody that listens to this is hitting you up after this to get (laughs) their reading. Because I mean, if this conversation didn't convince you that you should, I don't know what will. And I, <laughs> we're talking for almost an hour now. And like, we're literally, that was a time warp. I, I, yeah. It, I feel like it always goes like that though. It does. I, I feel like, especially today. I just mm-hmm. have to know, what is in Silas's mouth right now? <laughs> um, this is called a, uh, what is this? Teething tube. Baby okay. Tube. So it's oh. supposed to be in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know it looks like a, a bendy straw, but it's like a silicone. Um, it's just easy for them to hold. Like no, was, it was just cracking me up because I was really trying to like be in that moment of like, go take your human design. But then all he was doing was like. <laughs> his, um, his top teeth are coming out today. So uh, he's having a little bit of a rough. He's top. a teething boy. Yeah. My bubba's. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Let's wrap up with our. Yeah, I was going to say that. And, and, you know, we've already asked you these questions before, but I mean, your answers are probably way different two years, two years later. So um, we'll ask you again. We have four questions that we ask every single guest. The first is what is something that you're currently obsessed with or binging right now? Could be a podcast, a, a food, a snack, a TV show, a book let's see oh I just read this really really good book on vacation and I've been telling everybody about it it's called the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo it's just a fun fiction book it was really well written and had this twist that I didn't see coming it was really good so definitely recommend that for anybody who wants a fun read and uh yeah I've been reading a lot of fiction lately so I'll definitely yeah me too I I feel like my brain just needed a break from 
kind of heavier stuff. So I've been yeah. reading a lot of fiction. Yeah. Sometimes we talk about this a lot, how we go through phases of like all the like business and self-development binging. And then, I'll, and it's almost like too much yeah. just to check out with some fiction every now and then. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Our next question. What is something you're looking forward to in 2021? I am just looking forward to continuing to expand my business and get even better at what I do. I feel like this is the first year where I don't have a whole lot of intense goals that scare me because the goals that I've set now feel like if I don't, if I don't reach the goal, then that's fine. And if I do, then that's great. So it's just a very different mindset and way more relaxed and way more just excited about things and less putting less pressure on myself. So I'm, I'm just enjoying that, honestly. Good. And that's so like, so freeing. And I think those are sometimes the years where we look back and we're like, holy crap, like I accomplished way more than I even thought I did. And I know it's good to set goals, but sometimes when you just allow yourself to be and just like, see what happens, you might exceed any goals that you could have ever even like conceptualized in the first place. Exactly. exactly. And that's why I felt like when, you know, around the new year, everyone was like, set your new year's goals and blah, blah, blah. Like I set intentions where, you know, I kind of decided I'm going to be relaxed and I'm going to be more abundant and I'm going to make more money, but the way that it comes, I'm not going to worry about. And, you know, if I make all my money at the end of the year, then fine, you know, it'll work out. I'll figure it out. Um, but really I just want to have more fun and I want to be because 2020 was rough. I had a lot of dark nights of the soul. I had a lot of like stuff that I was working through and a lot of changes that I was making personally. And so this year I kind of just want to enjoy being on the other side of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, what is something that you love about yourself? Oh, I, I remember this question. I love that question. Um, let's see. I think I have more things to say that I love about myself than I did the last time you guys asked me that. And that's fun. Um, really, I, I just love that I am really resilient and everything that I have been through that I thought I couldn't get through, I have, and I have always emerged with more excitement and more hope for life and people and, the world. And I am very thankful for that. I love it. And I love that you have things because you should, right. We all should. And I also feel like as the years go on where we care way less about the things that we used to like criticize ourselves about. And we realize all the things that we have to actually be proud of and thankful Mm -hmm. for. So I love that. All right. So last question is if you could leave women on one little note of wisdom today, a little piece of advice, a little piece of truth, what would it be? I would say if you're feeling stuck or unsure or scared about something to focus less on doing more and work on clearing space in your life and removing things that don't work for you anymore. 
think our tendency in our society is to do more, be more, achieve more. And it's really counterintuitive because if you don't have space in your day, in your life, in your brain for, or in your energy for more stuff, you really have to clear out. And that's what I help my clients with is just clear out all the stuff that isn't working for you anymore so that you can see what will work for you and you can rebuild from a more solid foundation. So if you're feeling stuck, start taking away things rather than trying to add more things. Mm, that is good. And that's something new that we've never heard, but like, Oh really? Yay. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely something new. Sorry. Silas so like thinking that it's now his opportunity. He wants to, he's like, I've sat on this podcast long enough. It's time for me to talk y'all. <laughs> he's been so good. Yeah. He's been good. He just started chatting away a minute ago. Well, thank you so much for coming back on. This is so fun. I love everything. I'm so glad y'all invited me again. I'm definitely, we need to chat after this because we should work something out. I want to, I want a reading. Um, (laughs) So for everyone else, who probably wants a reading now too. How can they get in touch with you? You can either go to my website, meredithrollings.com and you can sign up for a reading there. Or you can go to my Instagram account which is underscore Meredith Rawlings and book a rating on there or send me a DM and we can chat. Awesome. And we will link all that in the show notes too, for you listeners who want to click on it right now. Um, (laughs) Thanks Meredith. It was so fun having you on again. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you. Hopefully we'll see you in my life soon. Yes, please. That would be nice. (laughs) All All right. right. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.